evening, everyone, and welcome to the Legion of Lies stream. That's the number 212, the 4th of May, 2019. No, I am not going to say it. Thank you, everyone, for I, your first host, Alex Garth on March. With me, as always, Brett Heathen Dog Grissomer. Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well. And, uh, oh, uh, fun fact, uh, earlier today, uh, Max Leal informed me that uh, there was a company who was copywriting all of his videos because of the Ninja Gaiden opening. So we can expect that soon. So someone's going to copyright our video? Yeah. Huh. All the live streams could, could be copywritten just like that. Hmm. So we need to change that. This was never meant to be a permanent theme song. It's always a, like a like a placeholder. You know, it's like here, it, I found a song I liked and stuck with it. No, it's a good it's, song. Well, by and large, um, the video game companies really don't care if you use their songs. By and large, no, no. This this company is CD Baby. Yeah, so it's some company completely unrelated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have nothing. They're just a bunch of jerks. Yep, but with with the YouTube way, the way the copyright system works, if as long as they keep saying no. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, well, we're using a semi-obscure Ninja Gaiden song. But semi. that's the one getting hit, yeah. Is it? Yeah, that's it. The beginning yeah. of his videos are being hit because of the because of the uh, song. Well, I wonder what version he's using. Yeah, anyway, that's not a discussion for this. All right. A discussion for this is our segments for today. We got Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma RPG Fundamentals, talking about the GURPS 4th Edition system and rules. Yes, I. you know what? When I Whenever I start a brand new uh, RPG tabletop rpg i always ask well how do the dice work how, do, how does the system work how do the how do the hits and defense and stuff like that work like, no no you first gotta make a character no 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 if i'm gonna make a character the way i want to make a character i want to know how to make that character the way i want to make that character you know like if, if i start off like i want to be a great detective i want to know how the system works so i can actually make him a great detective instead of just guessing my way through character creation so that's what we're going to go over today fair enough in Garthon's comic poll, we're going to go over Uncanny X-Men 17 and why I'm no longer buying Uncanny X-Men. Red Sony number four and Savage Avengers number one. Because it's not a Garthon's comic poll without a number one every week. Go. Play the I hits. Even, yeah, I even got Cthulhu lauded to get a number one too just because of, you know. <laughs> That's right, you have to. Consistency. <laughs> I don't think I could do a number one. Oh, you can do a number one. It's not hard. Every week. Every week. You can do it. Some weeks it might be after a stretch, but... At least once a month, it's real easy to get a number one. Hmm. And in the RNG, we're going to talk about Sword Art Online Abridged. Yeah, I introduced this to Max Liao, and it's his favorite anime. The expurgated version? The what? That's a Monty Python joke. Oh, okay. No, I don't do Monty Python. Br British humor, I don't like. It's me. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> But that's okay, everyone, because we have a special thank you to people that we both agree are pretty cool. Things we both like. Our current top subscribers. Thank you for our current April Twitch subscriptions. We really appreciate it. We know it's May now. We'll update that soon because people are here, and we really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. It is because of these fine people coming through that we are able to keep going. And every month we have a subscriber-only giveaway. Talk about that later. Also, especially to our top donations and patrons through Streamlabs, Beldahar, Pickleweed. Extortion space. Ooh, those are good names. Extortion. Oh, extortion. Yeah. I prefer. You know, it's better than bribery space, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Space pirate. Blackmail space. 
There you go. Uh, Twitch gifts the shirts is Zon leading the way, but not far behind. Well, way far, but everyone's way far. You can add up everyone else together and yeah, then touch Zon. But yeah. Sean Bus is still a hero as well. We can't say he's not. Yes. And through Twitch tears, Zon again. Thank you so much, Zon. Sean Bus, Jinsa. Thank you so much, April, April patrons. Brian Hicks is at 30 plus months now. Yeah, right. it's crazy. Love you, Brian. Sheris, 20 plus month. Thank you, and Aaron Matthews. Thank you so much. As always, letting you guys know our current goals. Uh, we're currently trying to get 1,000 Twitch followers. We're at 839. It's gone up. Thank you very much. Subscribers, we're trying to get 100. We're at 59. Thank you, everyone, for following us. We'd appreciate a little more, of course. We're trying to get to 100. Uh, YouTube subscribers is at 2,000. Is We're trying to get 2,000. We're at, we're at 1, 2, 2, 2, 2. No, 1, 2, 2, 2. Yes. 1,222. And uh, Patreon is, is holding steady. But as we said, what will meeting these goals achieve? Well, for each individual goal we hit, we'll have a contest specifically for that venue. Such as if we get the subscribers on Twitch, we have a special Twitch subscriber giveaway. With over 250 in t tabletop RPG and $1,000 in video games ready to give away right now. That's all and you got to do. Yeah, you hit the, we hit the Twitch goals. We hit a YouTube goal. Then the YouTube people, the Twitch people, they're going to get all this good stuff. They're in, they're in my game room right now in the boxes from the manufacturers. I've got nine uh, Mutant Year Zero books. I've got, uh, no, I've got, yeah, nine Mutant Year Zero books, nine uh, Hero Kids books that I'm willing to just give away. Fantastic. Yeah. Also, if our four, if all four goals are met and held for three months, we'll have a giveaway because it gives away at least a thousand in prizes. So the more growth, more prizes, including specials like Heathen Dog helping you build a computer and Garthon painting you an epic portrait. It's true. So, tell everyone, like, subscribe, comment, share, tell your friends and family, various nerds, everyone like you. We have over 200 episodes of the Lee Smith Weekly Livestream ready for your perusal, for your approval, for your judgment. We'll take it. We don't care. We really, we love you, but we don't care. So let us know what you think, and we'll tell you why you're right for loving us. Algarian also streams every single day with amazing Stroud of the Avatar content. I'm always amazed by it, i got to say. Because he gives the premier Shy the Avatar stream available anywhere within this chronology. He's thoughtful, he's knowledgeable, and approachable. He is. Sometimes he just is like, he's like the Bob Ross of streaming. He plants the happy trees. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> he just needs to grow the hair out. Because he's got the beard, but he needs the hair. He should, we, should, uh, we should get him a fro wig. There you go. All right, Elgari, incoming. Also, he the dog is doing his less street less plays. He's trying to do Starcraft 2 ladder matches. Elgar says yes, that's a good title. <laughs> Which are highly entertaining to watch if you want to yeah. watch a man slowly break down. Yep. And yep, down. Garth, he the dog recently the Star Trek Online Foundry Preservation Project. Currently, we're uh, both a little sad about Star Trek Online. We're not feeling this STO love. No, the, we're not. Uh, too much STD in our STO. That Ooh. love is poison. So uh, we are going to be looking for another way to team up together to spread cosmic creaminess throughout the game. Yeah, see, El Elgarian was lucky in the fact that he didn't get into the foundry, so he doesn't miss it like like we do. So, yeah, we the foundry was our main game for years. Yeah, that's what we did. That's what we did, and all the other content was just kind of bonus on top of foundry. It's true. So we're still we're still sad about that, which is kind of yeah, we're still kind of broken up about it. Yeah. It's like every time I log on, I'm like, yeah, but I came to the Foundry. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I used to log in every day after the Foundry. I think it's been, what, three weeks? I've logged in four times. Yeah, they have a Phoenix Price Pack weekend. I've been waiting for that, and I'm like, eh. I know. I it's it's right now, and I'm like, meh. Whatever. Yeah, feel sad about that. But join the Legion. Be happy. 
Spread the word. Join us on Discord. Watch us on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Look for Legion of Myth. Get our gear. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth with new Elgarian and whimsical designs. You can follow us on Twitter at Legion of Myth. Watch us live, which you can be doing right now, and you can interact with us, which is always highly entertaining and fun for the whole family, if your family is slightly deranged. Eh. So, for upcoming activities, we just want you to know that the next Elo and Twitch follower-subscriber giveaway is happening the 18th of May, 2019. Let me do my math. That is four weeks from now. Ooh, close. Mm. One week. Nope. Two. There two you weeks. go. There you go. Who thinks I honestly didn't know that? Raise your hand. So, hey, put your hand down. Oh, oops, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> for every five sub entries, it'll activate up to three $25 Amazon gift card entries. Those are for subscribers. Mm -hmm. uh, you can do the math from there. For every 10 far entries, it activates one of two follower. Eh, for every 10 followers, that means anyone there who comes go. along. You English good. That's right. You could get up to one of two Steam games. We've also previously given away RPG books, video games, t-shirts, mugs, hats, all sorts of fun things. Uh, so spread the word. Let everyone know. Be there on the 18th for special prizes, but be there every week just for the entertainment. And oh, yeah. 2020 Gen Con is coming up. So ticket registration is in January. The activity signups are in May, and the event is in August. We know it's early. But we want you to know now because we want to see you there with yeah. us at Gen Con. Save your ducats. That's right. There. You don't got to hang with us all the time. If you just want us to stop by and say hi and, you know, tell us how much you you think that we suck, that's fine. We'll take it. Yeah, we're good. You'll, you'll make Max cry. But, it's true. you know, you'll make Heathen Dog drink heavily. I'll do that anyway. Yeah, so really. <laughs> so okay, let, let's just say me. you'll make Max angry. Heathen Dog will drink heavily. And, and I will make a joke about you to your face. Which you are go. things that we would do normally. So, <laughs> But it's early. Start planning for Gen Con. We want to see you there, everyone. Elgarian will nod sagely if he's there with us, which he should be. He should. He better be. Stroke his beard in a very manly and thought-provoking manner. Upcoming activities. International Tabletop Day is the 1st of June. Speaking of which, today is actually a free comic book day. So if you're listening to this, it's too late. Sorry. Sorry. Unless you have a 24-hour comic stop somewhere. That's true. They, those are out there. And some places, if they don't give them all the way today, they'll have them out tomorrow. Yeah, fair. So, International Tabletop Day is the 1st of June, 2019. So post your International Tabletop Day pictures or short video clips to Legion of Myth, and we'll talk about it. It'll be great, and you can be featured. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm -hmm. Our favorite picture or short video clip will win a table drawing prize. I know, it's to be decided. A prize that we'll determine later. Right. But it will be good. It'll be worth the price of entry. There you go, which is zero. Which is zero. Here's our Twitch streaming schedule. Watch us on Twitch, the best way to interact, have a good time, laugh along, joke along. You can watch TV and have Twitch on your phone and just hang out. It's a great thing to do with fellow nerds and people just want to have a good time and be sane about the world for a change. Elgarians every day with Shroud the Avatar at 9 a.m. Then throughout the week, he's got to try the avatars, try to go online, missless games and such. Join him. He the dog. Monday through Friday at when he's able to get there is StarCraft yeah. 2 PvP ladder. Yeah, that's all question marks because uh, it was at uh, at 10 a.m. Central Time. But I got I have to test uh, the evening because uh, maybe all of the all of the buttheads are during the day when everyone's at work. Fair enough. And I'm just I'm just getting all the buttheads. Well, so also you might be playing all the Korean players because they're home. That could be it, yeah. And they are completely and owning you. Exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, not always. You've had your... 
I've had my wins. Yes, I, I have. I have gone up the ladder. I have netted a, an, an up the ladder. But uh, yeah, when uh, I'm an American, if, if uh, average American facing the average Korean, Korean wins. Every time. I, I will tell you, I lived in Korea for a little bit, and uh, those dudes would after school would check into the PC room, the PC bong, and they would be there until they had to go to bed, like at one in the morning, and then they would go to school. And then they come back, and they would be playing StarCraft, and that's what they would do. That's I all can't beat that. They did. You can't beat them. I no, mean, other of them could beat them. You know, other people who spent all their day playing StarCraft could beat them. Mm. Yep, but that's rooms full of dudes. I'm telling you, smell of kimchi and spear. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Both those things are awful. So, right. oh, some good. And ah, you can watch Garthon. Sunday, 9 Central, doing console gaming. It says retro, right? Now it's, uh, it's, yeah, I'm doing some remakes on the PS4, so I guess it still counts as retro. Yeah. But they look better and easier to stream. And Thursday, uh, to be decided, we were doing Star Trek Online. It said we don't feel the love anymore. Uh, it might still be a team up with Heathen Dog. We're determining what we want to do. But we'll tell you about that soon. And Saturday at 8 p.m. 9 Central with Heathen Dog, the live stream. On YouTube, we got Max Leo doing Earth Dawn Discipline and Adepts. Number 9 Scout and 10 and Air Sailor have just been yeah, released. Just now, yes. In fact, I think the uh, Air Sailor dropped today. I think so. Uh, yeah, Air Sailor dropped eight hours ago. Yeah, and coming up soon is Archer and Wizard for Heathen Dog. <laughs> He's not doing nothing nice. No, he'll get there. And yeah, Troubadour yeah. is going to be for me. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Of course, you know he has to. He has to give your version of a troubadour just to say this is what you don't. Do. <laughs> this is not the correct way to play a troubadour. <laughs> this is not the correct way to play a troubadour. You will anger everyone around you. You know what? You can't give the same person a bit the abilities incite mob and sloth blame. Yeah, yeah. You incite a mob and then blame someone else. Yeah, you incite a mob, say he did it, and walk away. And yeah, <laughs> by the time they figured out, the damage is done. Yeah, it's already over. You know. But you know what? If you need to take down a corrupt warlord or mayor, that's the way you do it. Oh, sure, the town's burned down afterwards. But, you know, let's not bicker and argue over who killed who. Hey, you only had one goal. That's right. Succeeded. Succeeded. The people took care of the problem, too. They're heroes. All of mm -hmm. us are heroes. We're all heroes. What was that line from uh, Dr. Horrible's uh, Sing -along blog? Sing-along blog. Uh, yes, for all heroes, but in their own mostly non-heroic way or something. Something like that. Anyway, after the series is done, he's moving on from Earth Dawn. Most likely Year Zero engine games, because those are where the hotness is, he feels. And he might be right. But let us know if you have a suggestion. Uh, upcoming unboxing videos. Do Year Zero card decks and companions. Unboxing for Midlands RPGs. Unboxing Coriolis RPG, the Dying Ship, Alice Compendium, and Icon card deck. Watch the Coriolis unboxing video to get a first-hand look at what the subscriber-only prizes we give away when we hit 100 Twitch. Ooh. Ooh, look at that. Oh, you can see that. Here's a ready system. One half bad, five good. There Disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire caring, loving Legion of Myth organization. While we make it ever find a family-friendly atmosphere... There may be the occasions of foul or even offensive language or ideas, and everyone knows ideas are equivalent to actions. 
So thank you for understanding. I continued, Your Worship. I can't believe you said that out loud. <laughs> but I, I said it facetiously. So okay. we all know that's not true because it's obviously untrue. <sighs> Are you ready, Heathen Dog? I'm ready. Everyone in this life says that they're ready. They go wake up every day, brush the teeth, maybe walk the dog eat their Weetabix with the idea that they are ready for what's coming for them. But you never know what's coming. It could be an astral projection. It could be a car crash. It could be a letter from a long lost love that was supposed to reach you three years ago, but lost in the mail. And it shows up, but it's too late to attend the wedding, my friend. Too late to stop them and say, no, I'm the one who loved you. I'm the one who was there for you. That man will only give you sadness and STDs. But I tell you, my friend, <laughs> it is in times like that where you must gather yourself together and say, I am ready. Not because I know I am strong enough to withstand what comes in front of me, but that I can adapt. I will encompass what comes to me, slime-like, absorbing it into my essence to become stronger from it unless I die. Heathen Dogs, Tabletop RPG Fundamentals. <laughs> Thank you, Kartha. Uh, today we'll be talking about GURPS 4th Edition. Now, there was a Twitter poll. Uh, oh, before I go into that, you should probably uh, subscribe. Ah! There you go. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Now, we, there was a Twitter poll. Uh, do I do 3rd edition? Do I do 4th edition? And on the last uh, Legion of Myth live stream that I did, uh, Tabletop RPG, uh, I gave the pros, the, the immediate pros and cons. And over three quarters of you said 4th edition. So that's what I'm doing. I forgot well, to let's... read your blurb. Oh, man. Sorry, right. I got it right here on the screen. I know. Uh, don't worry, I'll get yours. I can read it right now. No, it's okay. All right, the publication date, the very first and second editions came out in the same year, 1986. I want to note that uh, Hero System came out first and was out around a year before that, about maybe a year That's and a half. That's true. Yep. Third edition came out in 1988, and this fourth edition came out in 2004. Do you know why the first and second editions came out so close to each other? I can imagine, but I don't know. Okay, I was just asking. Okay, I, I imagine because it was rushed, and then they, oh, crap, we didn't playtest this thing long enough. I was thinking maybe edition, they didn't yeah. make enough of the first edition, and so they're like, oh, crap, well, if we're printing a bunch more of these, we might as well do the updates that people are complained about. Okay, that could so be I'm it. guessing. The uh, publisher is Steve Jackson Games, and the price for fourth edition, you have to get two books for the for the basic set. The set is characters and campaign. And these two books are $36.40 and $34.95, respectively, characters, campaigns. For, on Amazon, you can get the PDF from DriveThruRPG for $29.99 and $24.99, or you can go to eBay to get both books, but they'll be anywhere from $60 to over $100, depending on shipping and where you are in the world. Makes sense. So it's a, it's a little expensive process here. But what else are you going to need to do this? Obviously, you need the books, the basic set. Uh, the characters set and the characters book and the campaigns book. You need them both. Uh, characters for building your character and all the rules and stuff, and the campaign for building your world. You need both things to actually play the game. You're gonna need the character sheet. Now you can of course scan it from the book because it's in both books, or you can get the free PDF from the website, which is right here. And I will go ahead and throw that into chat. In the old days, you would just use a you know pencil and a sheet of lined paper. There you go. There you go in chat. Throw that in the chat so you can find it. And, of course, you're going to need six-sided dice. You're going to need at least three, ideally more. If you go to your local comic store or you go to Amazon, you you can get just buckets of six-sided dice. Oh, that's true. 
Yeah. And they're, it, or cheapest place to get them, Wish.com. Wish.com? Really? Yeah, it's like Chinese cheap stuff, but you can get like buckets of dice for like $5. Yeah, it's just dice. I mean, yep. oh, the, the numbers rub off. Yeah, but I got 100 more, so who yeah. cares? They're not bad quality. There you go. And some kind of writing implement. Pencil, I don't recommend a pen because you have to erase a lot. Like every RPG, you got to erase a lot. So pencil, pencil it is. Now, what you need to know how to use a dice. You know how to use a dice. Now, this, the, these, these next things I'm going to tell you are things that you should know before you start any new tabletop RPG. Know how the system works, know how everything goes down, and know the world. That way you can make your character properly. So here we go. Your basic rolls. All right. You're using three six-sided dice for almost any roll in this game, except for damage. Any, any success roll, you're using this. This is how you do it. You or the player wants to perform an action. Let's say you want to lift a portcullis. It, let, let, let's say you're a giant, strong type dude, and you can, you can technically lift a portcullis. So you want to do that. Okay. So the game master bases that action on a stat or skill. Well, since there are no lifting portcullises skill, it's just basic strength. All right. Let's say you have a strength of 12. Okay. You roll 3D, which is three dice. And all the dice are six-sided, so there's no 3D6. It's just 3D. All right? So you roll three dice. You have to equal or less than your strength number to succeed. So if you roll a 10, an 8, a 7, an 11, you do it. If you roll a 13, 15, 17, you fail. Makes sense. That's it. Now, there are modifiers, of course. There's an equipment bonus. If you have a lever of some kind, it'll be easier to lift things. So if you have a lever that can handle the strain, you'll get a bonus to your roll. Instead of 12, maybe you need a 15 or under at that point. And there's a difficulty modifier. Let's say the portcullis is dropping and you want to catch it. Well, because it's dropping, technically it's heavier, so it's a minus. Instead of 12, maybe you need a 9 or less. And a circumstance modifier, that is... Is it is there ice on the ground? Are there are there people fighting near you at the time? Are you getting shot with arrows or whatever? It's going to give you a bonus or a minus depending on the situation, and that's also going to affect your roll. That's basically how the dice work in the game. All right, now let's go to combat. All right, combat rolls. The player wants to attack. You, the player, you want to attack someone. Let's say you want to punch somebody. Okay, uh, the GM bases that attack on a stat or a skill. Uh, this time it's going to be unarmed combat, let's say. So it's your strength plus your skill in unarmed combat. Let's say your strength is still 12 and your skill in unarmed combat is three. So it's a 15, 15 or less is your base roll. You roll your three dice. And of course, just, just like lifting the portcullis, it has to be equal or less than your target number roll, which in this case is 15. If you get a three or a four, it is an automatic critical success. He cannot defend against it. And all damage is maxed out. Hmm. You do maximum damage. A five or a six is also a crit. I put an asterisk there because if your if if your skill, if your stat and or skill target number is a fifteen, a five is also a critical critical success. If it is a sixteen or higher, a six is also a critical success. Now this also has no defense. You automatically hit. But you have to roll damage normally. You don't get the max damage like a 3 or a 4. Now, a 17 or 18 always fails. Is it all, always failure? No matter what. But I got a skill of 85. Like, sorry, dude, you rolled a 17. You failed. That's how it goes. That's the way the cookie crumbles. 
So you always have a chance of failure no matter how good you are at something. Remember that. All right, now, you punch someone. You successfully punch them. Let's say <clears throat> you rolled a 10. So you got a regular success. All right. All right. So you're, the punch is going right to his face. Yes. Well, he gets a defense roll. Everyone gets a defense roll. Depending on your, depending on uh, how you're geared, you can have more than one. Uh, dodge, parry, or block. Everyone gets a dodge roll. Just get out of the way. Just try and get out of the way. Everyone gets that. Depending on on how you built your character, you may also get a parry or a block. All right. Now you're as a defender, you roll your active defense, which is on your character sheet, depending on what of the three, which of the three actions you decided to perform a dodge, a parry, or a block. And your target number is on your character sheet already. So there's no formulating that on the fly. It's there. It's based on your stats and skills and whatnot. You roll three dice. A three or a four is a critical success. That means they miss. They hit you, but now they miss. A 17 or 18 always fails, which means they hit you and then you tried to dodge and you tripped over your own foot and went into their fist. They hit you again. Well, no, they don't really hit you again, but they still hit you. And uh, that's it. That is it. That is the that is the attack. What you need to know now. When we go into character creation, we're going to delve into what the active defense is derived from, and try and break the game to where they only have a ten percent chance of anyone ever hitting me. I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to try and break the game Very nice. to see if no one can hit me. I'm going to try and do that, but we're going to get to that later. All right. Now. That is the system. That's how it works. Okay. Now you know how the dice work. You know, you know how important your stat and your skills are. So you can think of your character, a concept and apply your stats and skill points accordingly when building your character. All right. Now this is for the GM. This is world building. All right. Now GURPS has the both great benefit and great detriment of having no base world built into it. The game master has to create the world from scratch using these building blocks. Okay, now I've made my own questions that game master has to answer to start building the world. Think of this like a a framework for a, a paper mache. You know, you have to build the framework before you can actually fill everything in. This is the framework portion. First question: What world is your campaign going to be in? Earth, space, another planet? Garthon, go ahead and give me an answer. Earth. Earth. We're on Earth. Okay, what era? Is it the past, present, or future? Go ahead. Oh, I'm choosing again? Yep. I will choose a future. Future. Okay, it's Earth in the future. All right, let's see what the second questions we have here. Okay, magic and or psionics. Are there any? Is there none? Is it low amounts of magic or psionics or high amounts of magic or psionics? These are at, this is actually a two-part question for magic and psionics. So, Garthon, magic, none, low or high? Low. Low low amount of magic on Earth in the future. Okay, psionics, none, low or high? High. High amount of psionics. Okay, this is getting interesting. Now, technology. Here's, here's, here's the last of our framework questions. Technology. It is in the future, but it could be a dystopian future after some kind of bomb, so technology might be low. I don't know. They could be just rediscovering steam engines. This is all up to Garthon. Garthon, what do we got? Low. low? low there it is okay so we have earth in the future low magic high psionics and low technology okay now we gotta do finishing touches here we go 
This is, this is the actual paper mache around our framework. The kind of society, is it a dystopian future? It's like an after the bomb thing where people are rebuilding, rediscovering things and mutant radiation. Uh, I'm sorry, radiation has mutated people uh, to create a high amounts of, of psionic, uh, psionically able individuals and low amounts of magic. Or is it a, is it a utopian future? Something like uh, 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 there was a there was a nuclear holocaust, but when people came out, they got smart and, and they created a brand new society that is free of strife for the most part. Or is it just anarchist? Is it like a you know Mad Max type stuff? Is it just everyone for themselves? You know, gas is king and your life means nothing. I don't know. It's up to Garthon. It's a uh, post-apocalyptic utopia. Post-apocalyptic utopia. Okay. Now, the antagonist. There's got to be an antagonist. There's got to be. Now, seeing as how it is a low-technology, post-apocalyptic utopia, there must be something who that is going to disrupt this utopia. Is it an evil wizard? Or, in this case, an evil psionicist? Because magic is low, but psionics is high. Or it could be this guy figured out how to tap into all magic in the world. That's why magic is low. He's using it all up. Who knows? It's up to Garthon. Is it a rogue alien intelligence that survived the apocalypse and is now trying to bring dominance over humanity because it still hates humanity? Oh, yes. Or an alien invasion. Aliens came, destroyed the world, thought they were done, and left. We start rebuilding ourselves into a social utopia, and the aliens come back. Is it that? Is it something else? Up to Garthon. What is it? It is a wizard who actually was one of the original humans who survived the apocalypse. Okay. All right. Now, general goals of the player characters. What the GM wants the player characters to strive for. Okay. Help or stop the government. Well, this is a utopian government, so the player characters would probably want to help it. Uh, save people. Uh, save the people from this from this uh, uh, overlord from an earlier time, uh, or change society from within. That's if you ha- if we had the dystopian or anarchist type uh, type world that the the PCs would want to change to make it a friendlier you know family friendlier place. Uh, Garthon, what do you think the PCs' main goal is going to be in this? Mm, their main goal is going to be to try to save people. Okay. And helping to rebuild the government as it is dismantled by the evil antagonist okay so in the beginning of the game the evil antagonist probably having the only bastion of high technology left uh starts to just dismantle this this utopian society to use it for his own ends and the pcs rise up to stop this first they have to stop the, the the evil overlord and then they have to help rebuild the world into into the super happy place that that it was going to be before he came around. I was thinking the evil overlord from the past has come back and he's disgusted by the utopian nature of the world, and thus he's yeah. determined to use his advanced magic and technology to destroy it, to bring back the world as it used to be. Okay, and so the the PCs are striving to stop him from doing this. Yes. Outstanding. Well, guess what? There you go. As a matter of fact, we even went to making the story just then. Using these answers like we did... Now you can build a lore for your world, the history of the world. We got a lot of that right there. We got a lot of it already. There was an apocalypse. After the apocalypse, the, the, the population was seriously depleted. Uh, the people that were left banded together and created a new society. But 
unbeknownst to them, uh, sleeping in a cryo chamber somewhere in an underground super high tech bunker was uh, uh, Theodore Theodore Ramses uh, Lowenbrow the third, the the last of the of, of the German of the German hierarchy. Okay, fine, whatever, doesn't matter. But he has access to uh, an automated nanofactory. He's got he has all the lost technology he has at his disposal because he made his bunker to be apocalypse proof, and it was. And he is now going to take over the world to remake it into the world that he thinks should be, which is the world of long ago. All right, great. That's history of the world. Now we got it. The attitudes and dispositions of the people. Well, we got some of that. We have a utopian society. And ev- everyone is uh, is treated as a meritocracy. Uh, there, uh, there's generally enough food. Everyone's there's happy. Gener- yeah, there's generally enough food. There, there are population controls in place. We learn from those mistakes, stuff like that. So there, there, there's never an abundance or a lack of anything. Everything is is taken care of. That's people. Now, backgrounds the PCs. Without all of this, without all of what we just done, the the player characters cannot make their own backgrounds because they don't know the background of the world. All of the PCs, all of their backstory is going to come from your world building. So if you build a crappy world, they're going to have crappy backstories. Nobody wants that. All right. Now, the antagonist origin and goals. Again, we have to flesh those out. We have to solidify those. We got a lot of it already. Garth and I made that already. So we got a lot of it. The layout and feel of the world. Now you have to, you have to build how the world feels, how to describe it to the player characters once they enter it. You know, is everyone smiling? Is it because they're on drugs? Is this this utopian society pharmaceutical based? I don't know. It's up to you. All good. And the end goal of the PCs, the end goal, you should know it. So, so the player characters can get on board with this. Don't let them make it up as they go along. Don't, don't, don't let them make up their own end goals. No, you have to put some stuff out there to, you know, lead them down the path of where you want them to go, because that's how you're building your world. And you're done. And that's it. You've built a world using this framework and another couple hours of fleshing everything out. You've done it. Garthon, we we built a world today. We did. I'll fear the low and brow. I'll fear the low and brow the third. <laughs> <laughs> so having gone through all that, I want to go through third the difference between third and fourth edition. Now there are some there are some differences that are of note. Like strength was vast was vastly changed. Uh health was was changed a little bit every other stat is exactly the same skills are basically the same you know what the changes are are not significant or easily made between third and fourth edition all right there's a free guide on the on the on the steve jackson website to convert all third edition things into fourth edition things it's free and i got the link right here i'm going to throw it into chat so anyone can go ahead and know it. There you go. And right fourth there. edition, this is the most important part. Because there is so little difference and the differences that are there, there is a free guide that's only 24 pages, of a free PDF that you can download right now to change everything over. It doesn't offset the cost of the book. The cost of the third edition book is less than half of what you need to play the game in fourth edition. Remember, third edition GURPS basic set was one book, and you can get that hardcover for $24.95. The GURPS fourth edition set is two books, and you need a total of $60 to get both books to play the game. 
Yeah, it's still cheaper than D&D. It's still cheaper than D&D, but comparing to itself, it's a disaster. Yeah. It's a disaster. Well, I remember yeah. the old uh, was it Champions 3rd or 3rd edition. That book was crazy expensive. 4th mm. edition was actually about the same cost, but yeah. it was bigger. Yeah, it had more stuff, but it was about yeah. the same cost. Now, also, uh, just like Hero, uh, there there are uh, character uh, character creation programs that you can get for GURPS. Now, in the Hero system, for the first and second, I think third edition maybe, it was free with the book. You got a free CD with the book or a free floppy drive, a floppy disk with the book. You know, you got it What once once that came around. And then they started to charge 20 bucks for it. Well, GURPS, same thing. You charge 20 bucks for it. You can you can get it off their website, uh, the the uh, same two websites that I linked earlier. And you can go and get your character creation tool that will increase the speed which you can make characters. But it's a lot faster than Champions anyway. Champions, I would I would say buy it. It's worth the 20 bucks. But especially if you're brand new to the game. Or if you're not that the, fond of math. If you're not that fond of, you which know. Which brings me to the older Champions. Are, there's, too much, there's not too much math. No, Once you get it down, it's real quick. Yeah, actually. it's it getting it down takes takes the several hours at yeah. first, and then you got it. The tool the tool for character creation is really helpful, though. I'm not gonna say right. it's not. It's true. It's true. Now, uh, comparing the time to convert your third edition stuff to fourth edition, or buy a third edition book and convert it to fourth edition, to creating a world, which you have to do anyway. Conversion is easy. Conversion takes far less time than creating a world, which the GM has to do anyway. So I would say get the third edition. Don't get the fourth edition if you're coming into it brand new. You're going to spend a lot less money and you're going to, you're going to get 90% bang for your buck on this one. I have to recommend it. But the Twitter poll says I do this, so I do this. I'm doing fourth edition. All right, now, next time week after this in fact that's going to be uh during the uh, monthly giveaway Ooh. all right we've, we've gone through the rules and system of play dice combat and creating a world all right next we're going to make a character we're going to we're going to talk about the point system how to build a character from the point system how to use advantages and disadvantages how to use uh how to use skills and equipment and if there is in your in this world magic and psionics are going to be touched upon all right but they work very much like skills so we don't really need to get super deep into that. And then the week after the week after after that, we're going to go into example gameplay. We're going to do a mock combat and non-combat scenario. And then we're going to talk about advancing your character, using experience to advance your character during gameplay. What is, you know, how do you do it? And what may or may not be the best or worst ways to spend points on your character. We'll get into that as well. So that's what we got for today. Very cool. Thank you, Ethan Dog. You're welcome. Any final thoughts you have for the people out there? Uh, so far, uh, GURPS, GURPS it seems like a good game, but I don't know. I mean, having having gone through so much champions on this stream, uh, you you can you can see the uh, the past uh, champions uh, stuff yep. on YouTube and such. Uh, it just seems like a watered down. I don't want to say theft, but homage. I'll say to to the hero system. Yeah, you can so definitely far. get that idea, especially. Yeah. I mean, at first, you could say they were not. They were obviously developed separately with different ideas, because you know there was no internet. People were keeping track of each other. They just the systems came out pretty close to each other, but afterward, throughout time, 
they've both been in conjunction. So I'm, I'm sure they've stolen ideas from each other throughout time. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, you know, after this is all done, I'll say whether you should play champions or GURPS. Oh. Looks like his headset was running out. Yeah, I think the, my whole headset, the battery's starting to go the way the Dodo, oh, I think. That's no good. Yeah, it's old, but it's a great headset. It's been really good. Mm -hmm. So, what did you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on GURPS World Building? Do you have any suggestions for future anime? If you like this segment, please share it with all your friends and even your enemies. Come on. Maybe you can become friends because of it. You can share, share a fondue, discuss <laughs> things, have a drink Fond or two. Dope. Then you sit go. Next thing you know, you're singing karaoke together. You realize you really, you've been friends this whole time. And you Fond. just didn't know. And it's all thanks to sharing Heathen Dogs. Heathen Dogma. Thank you, Heathen Dog. You're welcome. Make sure not to miss an episode. You can follow on Twitch. You can follow with notifications and subscribe. You can say, oh my gosh, I love subscribing. What can I do? Ah, I'm subscribed now. And your life is better because now you're available for subscriber-only giveaways when you watch it on Twitch. Also, with YouTube, you can subscribe with notifications. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. You can be notified every time a Heathen Dogma or any Legion of segment is uploaded to the YouTubes. So you could take it through the internet, which we all know is a series of tubes, directly to your device of preference to witness it at your leisure. 100% true. Thank you, everyone. For more Heathen Dogma, you can follow Heathen Dog on YouTube. He likes Heathen Dogma. And our PC segment is team-ups with that Garthon Cat and Elgarian Maximus. Also, check out our past streams of Star Trek Online with Buck, Fast But Cool, Monopoly Plus, many other games. You could watch Amnesia. You could watch Heathen Dog cry, which honestly is fun. And you can watch him stream Mondays at 8 Central, 9 Eastern. Portal 2 with Elgarian. Oh, that's fun to watch. Mm -hmm. uh, past streams of Star Trek Online. Those are fun, too. Uh, Kurt, take a little break from that because they broke his heart. Thank you, everyone. Whether you are a longtime fan of comic books or someone ready to take the plunge into the comic book genre, look no further than Garthon's Comic Pull. Join Garthon live every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central Time on twitch.tv slash legionofmyth. Ask your comic book questions and engage in comic book discussions with Garthon directly. Now, let's give it up to Garthon. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. I had the volume turned off. That's really anticlimactic. We'll try that again. We'll try it again. Okay, we'll do it good this time. All right, all right, all right. It's a secret. Yes, Garthon's comic poll. Garthon buys comics. He reads comics. He tells you about comics. All right, subscribe to comics and Garthon's comic poll. So, first up, Uncanny X-Men number 17. They're by a grave. They're back-to-back. -back. They're freaking intense. Oh, my gosh. Written by Matthew Rosenberg. Art by Carlos Gomez. Colors by Guru EFX. Cover by Wiles Portacio and Eric Arciniega. Wiles Portacio is really cool. He really is. That's a good cover. I like that. That's all moody and stuff. All right. So, this current run of Uncanny X-Men has been weird. It's... Uh, Matthew Rosberg came in and kicked it off with a story arc about how all the mutants were killed, but there's only a few left, and Cyclops bring them back together, and they're gonna... But Captain America and everyone just let all the mutants get killed, and they're all in camps and stuff now, and they're gonna be the mutant underground or something now. And he's back... He was killed, but now he's back. And... stuff. 
But now it seems they can't walk two steps of tripping over a mutant they thought was dead. Oh, you're alive too? No one died, apparently. Everyone's still alive. It was all fake. Apparently so. Oh, uh, oh, that's it. That's Captain America said they all died, but he actually put them all on. I, I, I guess. Um, however, this issue has nothing to do with the X-Men's appearance in War of the Realms or anything else because X-Men is its own little private island which gives two craps about continuity outside of itself and usually doesn't even care about within itself, as you will soon see. The art's pretty good in the book. I can't complain about the art. No complaints. Good comic book art. Nice action when it happens. My problem is the story. The story is supposed to be some dramatic statement. They're attending... Wolfsbane's funeral. Rain Sinclair. Ronnie? Rain? I've seen it, heard it pronounced both ways by different creators. Uh, she can turn to base. She's a werewolf, essentially. She's a mutant werewolf. Sure. She, uh, they're going to her funeral. You're like, oh, the anti-mutant people must have killed her in between issues. No, it turns out, as Wolverine is reading, Jay Madrex got him the police file on her murder, or her death. She was killed by these dudes, who Wolverine grabs Psylocke, because she can read brains, and to find where these her killers live. Because apparently cops know them, but because it was a mutant who died, they're like, well, whatever, brah. Um, because apparently cops just, you know, they don't have to care about mutants no. in X-Men town, apparently. So, they go to this place, and they find a bunch of dude bros playing video games. And, uh, it's like, reads the minds, and is like, those four, not him, and... Wolverine's like, all right, you can go. But just, you you want to go. Like, all right, dude leaves. <laughs> and so Psylocke reads, while Psylocke is reading their brains and transmitting their memories directly to Wolverine through her psi knife, uh, they're, ha they're having Wolfsbane's funeral where Magic gives an impassioned speech, mostly made up of a list of mutants who are dead for some reason. Because I guess it's supposed to drive home how dramatic it is that all these mutants have died. But here's the thing. Wolfsbane got killed by these four dude bros walking through a park, seeing uh, Wolfsbane in, in her human form. Like, yo, what up? You're a hottie, girl. Yo, you hottie. And she's like, yeah, sorry. And she's like, oh, I like your accent. The Irish stuff? No, it's Scottish. Like, ah, oh, cool. And they won't leave her alone. They keep hitting her. She's like, not interested. Not interested. And she gets mad and kind of like, for a second, Wolf's out like, oh, you're a mutant. So they kick her to death. Wait, what? Yeah, that's what happens. She couldn't take four dude bros. Here's the thing. They say even Wolverine read her me got her memories got of what happened, and even though they were fighting her, she wouldn't fight back. Okay, that's crap. This woman was part of X-Force. She was trained by Cable. She was trained by the CIA. She is a secret freaking agent. She's a murderer with her bare hands when she feels like it, Okay. She's a freaking werewolf. Enhanced speed, strength, regeneration, all of that. She could have just jumped away if she didn't want to kill these idiot dude, dude bros. So some dude bros, apparently, with uh, can, you know, because they think she's hot and she blows them off, they start attacking her, and then she turns to mutants, so, now, so they decide to kill, so they kick her to death. Doesn't make any sense. Should not be able to happen. Even if she doesn't want to fight back, she can still yeah. run away as a mutant. Yeah, even, like, even with just her training. Right. Not even going into werewolf mode. She could have yes, 100% easily. gotten away. And like she couldn't control her emotions. Like wolf, yeah. So what? Turn into a wolf and hop away. Yeah, that's it. She could turn into a literal pack of wolves. She could do that. That's in her power set. Uh, ah, 
so if you're not going to attack them, turn to a pack of wolves and run different directions. You know? But no. So she... These guys kill her. And so Wolverine is like, well, you guys got to die. So he pops his claws. And Sally's like, cool, I'm for killing these folks too because she's crazy now. And... I'm not sure if it's Quanon or Betsy. I don't know. So they're ready to kill. And then a bunch of anti-mutant special forces guys come through the windows. Like, ah, down, muties. We knew you people were going to do something bad. Like, why did these guys kill someone? Like, you were going to kill them. And they start shooting at them. You get the impression at the end that Wolverine Sally killed all the agents and killed all the dude bros. They don't. They leave it up for debate. You don't know. No. Uh, well, we, we know Wolverine, so yeah. Yeah, yeah so he, he they killed them he all. He did all that. Yeah, he um, did all that. Other, this was so dumb. I had to like look it up. See, okay, what do other reviewers think of this book? And it's a bunch of it. It's the reviewers either are saying, "Oh, she was killed by toxic masculinity," oh, like, which actually is no. She was killed by anti-mutant hatred. But even then, that shouldn't have happened. And a bunch of idiot dude bros hitting on a chick. Yeah, that's bad. Okay, but that's not what killed her. And if that's the point of the comic, you didn't do a good job. Yeah, it was basically suicide. Yeah, it basically was, and which makes no yeah. sense. Yeah, she stood in front of that train. And the other thing is, opinion is like, why this even happens doesn't make any damn sense, which is firmly the side I'm on. This doesn't make any sense at all. But what it does make sense is I'm not going to buy this book anymore because you came with a weird premise, which was interesting from the beginning with all the mutants in Underground, but it's just been stupid since then. It It's just been really dark and hasn't gone anywhere. And now you're You've killed off a bunch of key beloved characters for no reason. There's no payoff. There's no there's no sacrifice to it. There's no emotion. It's just I need to I need a body count. And so I just Yeah, it's not a good book. Uh, I'm not going to buy it anymore. The art's really solid. The writing the, is in English. It's competent. The writing's in English. <laughs> there are very, very little spelling errors. One and a half stars. Wow. Um, it's just a crap book. And apparently Wolverine's the only person bothered about how she died. Everybody else is like, just leave it alone, Wolverine. He's like, no, nah, I can't, bub. Yarg, bub, bub. <sighs> Havoc right. wants to go too, but he's like, you can't handle this, Havoc. We're getting our hands dirty. Well, that's why I want to go. No, that you want to go says you shouldn't, bub. Snick, snick, gur, gur. Um, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so they, anyway. Fred Sonia. All right, let's go back to our regular scheduled book. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm done with Uncanny X-Men. I can't do it. Until they change writers. Okay, got it. Fred Sonia, number four. Written by Mark Russell. Art by Mirko Kolak and Bob Q. Colors by Deirdre Kelly and Bob Q. Cover by Amanda Connor and Paul Mounts. That's an interesting cover. I'm not mad at it. Don't love it. It's interesting. There was like a whole bunch of covers though, right? Yeah, there's always a million covers. Yeah. This yeah. is the primary I, cover. I, I, I've i tweeted out the realistic cover. Yeah, that's a better cover. Yeah. This isn't bad. It's artistic. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, there's two distinct art styles for two distinct artists in this book. Uh, the few flashback scenes are the style on the left. Okay. This side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... The main story is done in the style on the right. Got now, it. at first I was reading through it, my thought was, why is the flashback style so much better? Well, it actually works in context of the story very well. In that what's happening in the flashback is more of a clear memory. 
It's something that's a definite article. Whereas what's happening currently is brighter. It's dark. It's grittier. It's less clear. It's a lot of combat. That actually makes sense in context. It's chaotic and ever-changing. I get right. it. Yeah. And so the art styles, when you start thinking that way, actually make a whole lot of sense that way. Um, I don't know if they did that on purpose, but it works really well for the book. Uh, this has been the ongoing story of an emperor trying to take over Hirakania, where Rastonia was uh, tricked into becoming their queen, because she's from there. And she's actually been doing a great war of attrition against this emperor. Well, not attrition. She's been outwitting him at every single sta uh, stage of the game. Mm. Um, when last we were there, they had cut him off from supply lines. He was mired. He might It would take him a month to get supplies, so they had plenty of time to evacuate. But the emperor... This issue, the Emperor's tactician had the brilliant plan of commandeering every chariot in the Empire to transport the supplies there faster. Which, you know, it gets there at half the time. Which is great! They can surprise Red Sonia's troops. Um, and the Emperor character for me has actually been very interestingly developed. As he tells, talks to his tactician... He's like, you've gotten to hear that time by commentary every chariot. It's like, yes, yes. I don't think that'll make all of them happy. He's like, well, you know, uh, I'm sure they're happy to help. It's like, well, running an empire is like a giant with a small blanket. If you put the blanket on your chest, your knees get cold. If you put it on your knees, your arms start complaining. Put it over your arms, your feet are cold. Running an empire is constantly moving the blanket just long enough so someplace else doesn't start complaining. And moving all those chariots, it's going to leave everyone a little cold. But, that, but as long as we win, I guess it'll be all right. Uh, so that actually kind of surprised Red Sonia's forces, but they managed to get a plan. They have a way to hide their horses. They create four dead paths. So when the, when the troops come chasing them down in the chariots they have, uh, Red Sonia's horse were able to come at the chariots from behind, where chariots are pretty defenseless, and managed to crush them. One guy from the whole charioteers managed to come back for the to the emperor, and which the emperor goes, huh? So uh, I've just lost just about every chariot in my empire now. That's great, Mister X Tactician. Hey, why don't you go in the snake pit over there for a little bit? <laughs> Uh, but as like his guard is about to throw him into the you know to his doom, mm. you know he's like wait wait you're I, I, there's something there's something there's something else like oh what's that uh, the the uh, I, I I well the the charioteer says he overheard the leader of the horsemen calling Sonya uh, his cousin, and Rice about to go to the pit like oh you're wait 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 I have a plan. So the last one didn't work out. Well, I'm listening to you now. <laughs> Well, actually, there's a great line earlier where what he said to the chariots is like, Sire, our victory is unavoidable. And he's like, really? We've done a good job of avoiding it so far. <laughs> See, I really like it when the bad guy is funny. Yeah. He's <laughs> very self-aware. Really it's like yeah. he's, uh, the emperor is the bad guy, but he's only, as he's been established, he's only doing it because he doesn't want to die. And this his empire stops expanding. He dies. Mm -hmm. Do the old gypsy curse. So he doesn't want to do this necessarily, but he is... In the first issue, I kind of thought he was a little too modern. I didn't really enjoy the Emperor very much. But every issue since then, he has just been a highlight to me of the book. And I, I'm sad he's going to die. <laughs> but you know he's going to. Um, yeah. 
but he has just been a wealth of, of hilarity and just the dry wit. He knows his situation. He's just eternally frustrated. Like, how are these idiots beating me? This I got ten times the troops. They, These people are barbarians. How are they? They live in mud huts. So it's actually been a great read. I've been really enjoying this run of Red Sonia. I didn't think I was going to. If you ever see my review of issue one four months ago, I did not think I was going to like this new run. And I have been loving it. The art works well everything going on it's not the sharpest comic book art for, for what's happening with the chaotic situation it works great i love the storyline i love where it's gone there's a little political intrigue there's a lot of bloodshed so that's a great red sonya book it, i'm surprised i didn't think this would work for a red sonya book but it really does so it is going to get the garthos Confold gold seal of four stars oh geez I don't think Baldahar's here. That's Baldahar's okay. Baldahar's not here. That's oh, why. No. So four stars, version number four. Great book. Tell your friends. All right, last up, because we need a number one every single comic pull. And here we go. Savage Avengers, number one. Written by Gary Duggan. Art by Mike Diodato Jr. Colors by Frank Martin. And the cover by David Finch and Frank Darmada. That's a, that's a, that's a hell of a cover. They're telling you they're what they're all about. They're all about, like, moody poses and shadows and being all cut and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. Wait, isn't Wolverine busy avenging dude bros? Don't worry about it right now. No. Nope. There are Man multiple wol the Wolverine grows other Wolverines from pieces of him <laughs> that are cut off. Actually, there is a Deadpool villain who is actually comprised of all the pieces that have been cut off Deadpool and reunited themselves. Wow. That's impressive. And what's funny is I think when they introduced the character, the, the insanity behind this, that's a tangent, but every single piece of him, they were referencing what issue it came out of. So like part of the head had like a different costume than the bottom of the head because it's from different issues and different costs. So they did their research on that one. Good. Yeah. Anyway, the art in this as Mike Diodato Jr. art, really solid. Just love his art. Um, has a very muted color palette, but this is like the dark and savage. And they are in the savage land, so it works. And scenes in the dense forest, there's a lot of greens, of course. This feels mostly like a Conan book because they're in the savage land, going to an ancient hidden city where there's a magic ritual being done, where these cultists are capturing great thinkers, artists, doers, and warriors from around the world, cutting off their heads and draining their blood into a giant bowl of blood to summon their great and bloody bone god, um, which can be done once a millennium. And sure. when he steps upon their sacrifice, he will lead them to victory across the world. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. They do make note that well, last time that they tried to do this, he just ended up killing everyone there. But it's probably because the sacrifice wasn't big enough. So this time it is going to be. And you sure. want to say, this is the god of like murder and blood? If he sees all you standing around, he's just going to murder and blood you all. You, you know that. You should, you should know this. It should be pretty obvious. Anyway. Um... Last time we saw Conan in Marvel, he had helped out Scarlet Witch and all that stuff, and he basically got left in the Savage Lands. So, apparently there's a lot more going on in the Savage Lands than I recall, because there are there's whole, like, ancient cities there, and there's people who you heard rumors of a great gem that he wants to steal. Which makes sense for Conan, but I didn't know there's that much stuff in the Savage Lands. I thought it was all dinosaurs. Hmm. Whatever you Probably need, boy. whatever you need. Uh, but the book starts out with, like, an opera singer getting murdered, and they kind of explain why they're murdering him. Or ki they're kidnapping him from Italy, then take him out to murder him. 
And it's actually the cult leader is kind of inter- interesting that he kind of explains why they're doing it to him. And then after they cut off his head, he's like, I loved your voice. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, but while he, they're going, Conan is beset upon by hand ninjas because the hand's involved, because of course they are. Why not? And which ends... Like, the last hand just gets cut down by Wolverine. And he's like, yeah, and Conan's still in fighting mode. He's just another guy with blades, so he you know, throws a sword at his head, which uh, kind of sticks in his... Which goes clang. <laughs> kind of sticks there a little bit. Because, like, oh, kind of retrieves the sword from there. To which Wolverine pops his claws, and they begin fighting in earnest. Well, eventually it's like, hey, bub, you know, we don't need to do this. You know, we're on the same side. Conan's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you got a metal skeleton, and I don't trust anyone who's all freaky like that. They fight for a bit till he ended up falling down a cliff into the city that he was uh, checking out. They fall into a storage thing with that has a bunch of kegs of brew. Conan's first to get back up because he didn't land as hard. Sees the ale kegs, pulls the small cask out, drinks of it, pours some on Wolverine who drinks it. It's like, all right, so let's talk about this. And they actually figure out, okay, we're after separate goals here. We won't mess with each other. It'll be cool. Because Wolverine's looking for a friend who got kidnapped. Conan's just looking for the gem. You know they're going to end up together eventually anyway. Uh, meanwhile, Brother Voodoo is searching for missing friends. Gets kidnapped by the hand. And they're about Someone to sacrifice... always has to get kidnapped by the hand. Eh. Exactly. That's what they do. Yeah. So, basically, Wolverine goes to save Brother Voodoo at the same time Conan goes in to chop some people up. So, it looks like they're all going to team up against these idiots. Long story short. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say yeah, and it looks like they're going to be bringing in other people as well. You know, Venom's going to be there eventually. Elektra's going to be there. Punisher. They're going to be there eventually. They're not there yet. Um, I love the art in this book. Dia Dodge does a great job. Uh, unlike in, what was that event? Where he just felt like he had to draw windows over everything. He's not doing that this time. So that's nice. Infinity War? Something like that. Do you remember that? Heathen Dog? He's gone. So they're not doing that anymore, thank goodness. But his art remains really, really solid. And the story is intriguing enough I want to follow along with its Elder Gods and Savage Land settings and Conan cutting people up. It's actually a nice, savage book so far. The title is accurate. I really enjoyed this issue. I want to see where it's going. I thought I was going to buy it and read it and say, wow, that's really dumb. And it's just the right kind of dumb. I really enjoyed it. It's a nice, pulpy-feeling action book, which is exactly what I wanted. Really, really enjoyed it. I'm tempted to give it a higher rating. I'm going to give it four stars. I could be convinced of getting it four and a half, maybe. But it didn't fully grab me. It grabbed me, but I'm like, I don't like Venom. So I'm dreading his arrival. So I used to love Venom. Four stars. Four stars. Four stars. Oh, my God, it happened. Four stars. Oh, God. I thought you weren't here about the hard No. No. You got me. So yeah, no! four stars. Four stars. Just number one. Oh, thank you, Baldar. That was a complete surprise. <laughs> Did Baldar just do the four stars? He four starred me. I didn't even know he was there. Damn He's a it. ninja. All right. So what do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on these books I went over today? Just want to know. Do you, do you think I'm wrong about Uncanny X-Men like being nonsensical and hard to follow and not fun to read? Do you think I'm I think too highly of Red Sony. Am I giving Savage Avengers 
a little too much of a push because I like Conan. Eh, let, let me know. Confront me about that. If you have suggestions for future comics, and, including indie books, please let me know. And if you enjoyed this review, share the episode. Let everyone else know. And as always, do not miss an episode. You can go follow, join us on Twitch, just like Baldhar and these fine people do. And you can, if you're notified, you can subscribe and be available for subscriber-only giveaways, which happen every single month. And also, you can go and you can subscribe on YouTube. But ding, 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 ding. And then things are better for you because you know instantly when anything is uploaded to the YouTubes by the Legion of Myth, you can partake them at your leisure. I like saying it, leisure. 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 Oh, yes. <laughs> if you want more Garth on, I got stuff on YouTube. Follow, I got team ups to Star Trek Online, Neverwinter, many other games with that Heathen Dog Cat and Elgarian. And you can watch me stream Sunday, 9 Central, 10 Eastern, where I am about to be starting Yakuza 2. Uh, no, sorry, Yakuza Kiwami, which is a remake of Yakuza for the PS2. Um, I've actually done the intros side by side on like an original CRT and the new uh, PS4 version, and they are very, very close. It's actually incredible how close they are. Cool. Except the PS4 looks incredibly well. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like leaps and bounds. Yeah, but two, you but you do lose out on the Mark Hamill voiceovers, which is okay Aww. because I prefer the Japanese one anyway. All right, fine, whatever. For Yakuza, because it just doesn't sound right playing Yakuza with English voiceover. I'm sorry. It doesn't. You know, Fair it's enough. it's so freaking Japanese. It just doesn't seem right when you got Mark Hamill, you know, voicing one of the bad guys. Like, yeah, I like, I love you, Mark. I do. Anyway, he does a great job. It just doesn't fit to me. Uh, so check those out. Check out the current, the past, the future streams. Thank you very much, everyone. It's now time for the RNG. The RNG, if you're a fan of all random things happening in the universe, join the Legion of Myth with the Random Number Generator. We talk about random anime, comics, games, other nerd topics. And this week, Heathen Dog has a very special message to all you lovers of love out there. <laughs> lovers of love, that's exactly right. <laughs> well, this one isn't exactly for love, per se, but uh, uh, it's you're, you're going to love it. Uh, Max Liao, if you don't know, Baldahar knows. If you don't know, he doesn't like anime. Yes. He doesn't, he doesn't so like I've it. heard. Yes. Uh, I've given him some choice stuff that he has liked. But uh, about a month ago, I ran across SAO Abridged, which is Sword Out Online, which he loved up up until the first half of the first season. Then, he, then it sucked for him. But uh, I knew he would love this because what it's done is it's taken the entire first season condensed it to 13 episodes which are anywhere between 12 and 20 minutes long and redid all of the writing oh. and a little bit of the of the animation you know like to make eyes all freaky or change mouth movements stuff like that to fit the uh, new sounds like a lot yeah. of work it is a lot of work and it, it's a it's a parody obviously and uh if you go to the next slide you could see some some examples of memes the the these are actual quotes from from the from the anime uh the first one uh, i am known by many names mountain slayer thunder lion the chocolate axe but you you may call me tiffany and then and then in the anime it scrolls above his head and in the in the bar above his head it says tiffany because <laughs> he named his character tiffany when he got to the sao <laughs> just because <laughs> It's, it's just it's, it's dumb stuff like that is great. That's, that's not what he actually did in the real show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I see where we're going. It's, it's very much a parody. Oh, very. It's much. not uh, so much a shortened retelling as a complete parody. 
Yes, complete, complete. All it's right. completely rewritten. All right. Now it, it, it's it follows along the same storylines, but the way they get there and what they do to get there is completely changed. Uh, I like the one uh, a quantum supercomputer calculating for a thousand years could not even approach the number of F's I do not give. That's a quote That's a from quote. Kirito in the abridged version. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think I I, I gave you a clip. Go ahead and, uh, and roll the clip. It has sound. So you'll be able to hear All everything right. that's going on, and, and you'll, you'll see the rewrites. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Wait, no, that can't be it. Kynes was killed in his safe zone. I like the audio. And what could it be the killer? Thank you. Finally, a voice uh -oh. of reason. There's, there's no subtitle, so there's got to be audio. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Did I say reason? Sorry, I meant the screaming monkeys that live in her brain. That was crazy. <laughs> you didn't hear it because you didn't see it, but uh, everyone else heard it. It was great. <laughs> the, the, at first, Kirito was, was saying, like, oh, this is a reasonable woman. And the woman was like, oh, my God, there, there's a ghost of someone coming to kill me. Oh, did I say reasonable? I meant the screaming monkeys in her head. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> but the whole, the whole anime is filled with that stuff. It's freaking hilarious. Max Liao, he binge-watched all 13 episodes, I think, right, right when I gave it to him. As a matter of fact, if you look at our Discord, uh, if you if you go into our Discord in the uh, in in one of the in one of the forums, he, he's 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 giving quotes as he's watching it. You can oh, see that's like, what that was. Yeah, that's what that was. Like five or ten minutes apart, he'll throw a quote out that he <laughs> that he saw just then. <laughs> so it was a, if you were watching it with him, then you, you know exactly where he was during the season. That sounds really good. It is definitely not family friendly. There is swearing. There, uh, there, there are there are situations where uh, where uh, Kirito gets a little too graphic for all viewers. But uh, if you're if you're PG thirteen plus, then you're fine. And uh, and it's just it's just a it's just a hell of a time. It's good stuff. That sounds. Pretty I recommend cool. you, I recommend you watch it. Thank you, Heathen Dog. That sounds good. Everyone, watch. Check it out. Sounds Legion Miss sent you. Thank you very much. Right, so what are your thoughts on Sword Art Online Abridged? Do you, do you like the parodies people produce of these animes? If there's any others you have, let us know about them. And yep. please, tell your friends. All right, everyone, wrapping up. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, Max Leo on YouTube, Earth on Discipline Adepts, Scout and Air Sailor have just come out, and they are good. And Archer and Wizard are coming up, and Heathen Dog loves his wizards. I do. After it's done, he's moving on for Earth on to other projects, including... Year Zero engine products like Forbidden Lands, Butte Year Zero, and Coriolis, where they talk about why water goes down drains in different directions. <laughs> I'm sure that's not it. That'd be like, very no, that's strange. probably not it. No. Yeah, well, no, probably has to do with like you know the way the the circle of a galaxy. You know, it's sci-fi. Anyway, sure. I'm guessing. And don't forget his unboxing videos. We talked about those earlier. Butte Year Zero card decks, Forbidden Lands RPG. From Free Lagan and Coriolis RPG, the Dying Ship, Alex Committee on Icon Card Decks, and you can see what prizes will be given away later. Also, to spread the word, try to reach our goals. If for every goal we hit to my team, we'll have a contest specific giveaway. And don't forget our special subscriber giveaway coming up. Join us, join the Legion, join us on Discord, because Discord is where you want to be to join us because we are there and talking. People love Discord. So you can join us on Discord, watch us on YouTube, check the list of videos, get our gear, impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, find love with your Legion with gear at shop.spreadshirt.com. Get your Elgarian gear and let everyone know just how cool you are. 
Follow us on Twitter at Legion of Myth. Tweet at us, we'll tweet at you. It'll be good. Watch us live on Twitch. It's the best way to interact with us. Join us. Let us know how you feel. Don't forget our upcoming activities. Our Twitch follower subscriber giveaway coming up 18th of May 2019. Look forward to that, everyone. Give it away. Up to three $20 Amazon gift cards to our subscribers. Don't forget, if you have Amazon Prime, you got a free subscription to Twitch. Just sitting there. Use it, kiddos. At least you missed it. And don't forget to check out 2020. We're going to be there. Join us. Ticket registration starts in January. Be there. Now, International Tabletop Day, 1st of June, 2019. Post your tabletop pictures, video clips, and our favorite picture or short video will get a prize. Here's our Twitch streaming schedule. You know it. You love it. Every day, Legion of Myth, Shroud the Avatar, Elgarian. Don't forget to join Heathen Dog. Saturdays for the Astronomy Stream. Monday through Fridays for Strike 2 PvP Ladder. And maybe on Thursdays, Garth and Heathen Dog will have a new team up. Or maybe it'll just be Garth on by himself. We'll find out. Dun dun dun. Thank you, everyone. Remember, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great Diurnal Anomaly.